Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. They come down to the finish. Wiggle it, jiggle it. One forty-seven and three. Track record shattered. Always be Mickey takes over the lead with a burst. They come down to the finish, wiggle it, jiggle it. One forty-seven and three, track record shattered. Always be Mickey takes over the lead with a burst of speed. Now watch the timer. Always be Mickey lights it up in one forty-seven, even world record. Freaky feet, Pete on the far outside gets airborne late for T-Trick, and it's Freaky Feet Pete to win the Breeders' Crown in the final strides. Down to the finish, Melmira. Always be Mickey, still two lights away. They're pacing down to the wire. It's Melmira, and Melmira is going to do it. Melmira wins in 147. Shaking loose late, splitting late. Chambala's got the lead. Wiggle it, jiggle it, shaking loose late. Is it too late? Yes, Chambala at 8 to 1. Scotty Z, Chambala. Watkins Oceano returns first and looks to create separation now. Being driven competently, opens up by two, opens up at will. That do Hannibal second, Joe Boswell sent third. Outside Cooperstown to the finish, Watkins Oceano toyed with him. So Lucky with you, pops the pocket after some star somewhere, sometimes said with a rail rally is flying through. They're heading down to the finish, up on the outside, Lucky with you, sometimes said at the rail, Lucky with you. The Carl Milstein Memorial. On the outside, luck be with you. Inside, all bets off. All bets off on the inside, and all bets off takes it here. One fifty and three fifths. Dave Miller and Delta winner. You've got a winner at twenty-six to one in the cane. Delta winner. Coverage of the 2016 Dan Patch from Hoosier Park is brought to you by. Bet America. It's time to play the Bet America way. Friends of Maryland Standardbreds, promoting harness racing in Maryland and beyond. The Stable.ca, a better way to buy and sell yearlings. Visit them at the Stable.ca. Embroidery Unlimited, your one-stop shop for all of your embroidery, screen printing, and promotional product needs. New vocations, make your next horse an ex-racehorse. And Running Aces Casino and Racetrack, the premier harness racing facility and card club in the Midwest. Competitive, the open state position would have been 
The rivalry between the big three has only intensified with each passing week. And tonight, always seen the heat, wiggling, jiggling, and seed are joined by a four-strong contender, Jeff Pala. Most time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bud America, is live from Hoosier Park in Anderson, Indiana, the home of the 2016 at Dan Pat State. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike McCarter, and I'm joined tonight by Mike Bozich. Mike, it's been a great night of racing so far. Uh, how are things in your end? Well, certainly fantastic. Of course, we're looking forward to the big race. It's the Dan Patch, the 2016. Mike uh, Carter, you're live over there at, at Hoosier Park, and uh, obviously we can hear the crowd noise. The crowd is obviously very excited uh, for this uh, event, and once again, we're talking about the big horses, Mike. We're talking about the likes of Wiggle and Jiggle always be Mickey Shambhala making his presence felt once again. It's going to be a tremendous, tremendous event. Freaky Pete is in there as well. So we are just going to have a jam-packed show for you. We're going to have guests all over the place. Uh, you had a chance to sit down with Jimmy Taxter, Trace Petrick, Ricky McCumber, uh, Robert Cooper, the owner's home now is going to join us. It's going to be a jam-packed program coming up on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by our good friends at Bet America. We have got a lot. I mean, a jam-packed show coming up on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. All the action coming live from Hoosier Park. And we're going to take a time out. When we come back, we'll have uh, Emily Gaskin from Hoosier Park. She's going to join us. She's going to talk about all the going-ons over at Hoosier Park. It's Dan Patch 2016. Keep it locked right here on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Get a huge boost to your bankroll for all of summer's best racing at Bet America. All new players can double their first deposit up, up to $300 with Bet America's 100% deposit bonus. That's the biggest sign up bonus in the industry. Sign up today and start playing the Bet America way. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads is an industry support group focused on promoting harness racing in Maryland. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads works hand-in-hand with charities involving children and horses, such as the Harness Horse Youth Foundation. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads is actively involved with organizations such as the Maryland Horse Council and the Maryland Horse Industry Board, working together to promote the horse industry in Maryland. Follow Friends of Maryland Standard Breads on Twitter and like them on Facebook. Every dream has a start. And this one is ours. To trot and pace fast. Faster than all the others. And maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns. No annuities, 401ks. Return on investment. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day, not in this race, not with this horse, not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, 
your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. post time with Mike and Mike. Mike Carter joined alongside of Mike Bozich. They're coming onto the racetrack for the 10th race. They've got two minutes to post. The pick five starts right here in the 10th race. If you want to check out our pick five tickets, we actually tweeted them out just a little bit ago. And we're joined now by Emily Gaskin. And Emily, it's been a big night so far. We've seen some pretty fast miles. We have, Michael. We have. But, you know, it's very interesting you know, kind of nice tonight. We saw a lot of uh, interesting races, a lot of fast miles. Like I said, with the humidity, you'll have that. Uh, you know, very interesting uh, kind of differential as far as uh, things go. Seen some horses come from off the pace. Seen some horses on the front. Uh, so I think the things are going to get interesting. It's, uh, you know, certainly heating up and uh, or cooling off. Rather. It was pretty hot earlier, but it's cooling off now. Wind's still, you know, around, so that's nice. But uh, I expect fast miles tonight. Emily Gaskin, Mike Bozich here, and I know you have to be a very, very busy person right now. We certainly appreciate you taking time out to join us. Uh, just how hectic of a day is it for you over there at Hoosier Park on this big day? Uh, you know, whatever comes after hectic, I think that's what uh, that's what would describe the day. No, but all joking aside, uh, you know, this is these are the type of days you live for, especially uh, when you love harness racing and love what you do. So. Uh, it, you know, it, it's just nice to finally see all your hard work come together. Uh, we've been talking about this race all season long, and to have the horses and the caliber, and, and then to have the fans show out. You know, that that uh, you know just makes the it puts the icing on the cake, and you know doesn't make your day seem as long when when you see all these people out here. Uh, you know, it's really something to see these people coming down to see these sash horses, and uh, you know it makes it all worth it. Now, Emily, let's talk real quick about the Dan Patch Stakes. Uh, a gigantic field of great horses. You have Wiggle It, Jiggle It, and Freaky Feed Pete. You also have Mel Mara and Shambhala. Always be Mickey. Can't be forgotten on the outside. Talk to us a little bit about uh, who you like in this race and uh, maybe somebody who could potentially upset. Well, I think this is going to be such an interesting race. Uh, you know, I've raced this race a thousand times in my head, and I didn't turn out the same way twice. Uh, one thing for sure, you know, you can't predict it when the gate holds. Uh, you know, the draw is really what made it interesting. We knew what type, what horses were coming early on, but I think the draw really made it interesting. Obviously, with a horse like Wiggle and Jiggle on the rail, that's certainly going to mix things up. Uh, you know, I think this is a really big race for Freaky Feet Pete. Uh, he's had four straight losses, and not that they were bad losses or anything. You know, last week, I thought, you know, just the time off really looked like it took its toll. He loves this track. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back. Uh, but I think this is a really big race for him. He needs to rebound here to prove that, you know, he is – you know, right up there with the best of them. Again, like I said, I've gone back time and time again with this race, but I, I'm going back to always be Mickey. Uh, you know, I hate to I hate to put my money on one as I feel like I'm leaving the other one out, but uh, I, if I had to, I'm, I'm going with always be Mickey uh, just for the sole fact that, you know, this horse can carry his feet so long. Uh, you know, quickness is not an issue for Wiggle and Jiglet, and Freaky Feet, again, I think he's going to be right there. I used to for a second. 
I like Wheel at for third, and I really like Mel Mara. I like that he starts from post five. That's the winningest post position here at Hoosier Park. Also the winningest post position in Dan Patch history. So, you know, I like his chances. I think he has some upside potential, especially if things get hot early. A lot of horses can't take this long Hoosier Park stretch, and uh, I think he's one that maybe could. Now, Emily, real quick, before we let you go, the 10th race starts the pick five. Is there any – I've looked at this pick five sequence, and it is a very tough one. Is there any horse that maybe sticks out as a single or somebody who uh, maybe jumps off the page at you real quick before we wrap up? Well, let's see here. You know, very interesting races. I like the very tough pick five sequence. Uh, looking at the races here tonight, I like the – in the 14th race, I like the three stagecoach hold up for a little bit of a price. Now, that's not a single. It's a very tough race, but I like him for a little bit of price. Uh, in tonight's 10th race, kicking things off here, I really think Rockaline is the Philly to beat. Uh, she set a track record two starts ago in her Indiana Sire Six elimination. Came up flat last week, but I think this is her chance to rebound. I like Jason Dillinger in the softy. Uh, of course, she's 9-5 to five right now. She can be a tough Philly, though, so, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see a horse like Rock and Katie upset her here at 5-1. Well, Emily, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy night. We certainly appreciate it, and it's a great night, great crowd, and uh, we're just happy to be here. Hey, we couldn't be any more proud to have, uh, you know, the, the podcast here. Uh, we love working with you guys, love what you do, and I uh, really want to appreciate, really want to thank you for coming out and, and supporting this great race. Not a problem. That's Emily Gaskin here from Hoosier Park. Mike, the 10th race is getting ready to kick off the Pick 5 sequence. You can find our Pick 5 tickets on our Twitter page. You can also find it on our website, I believe. And, Mike, I went three deep here with the 2, the 5, and the 10. It looks like me and Peter Lurie match up. Yeah, and uh, once again, you can check it out on our social media page. Uh, we used uh, Rich Mate, uh, who has won a lot of handicapping contests, uh, both hand, uh, harness and thoroughbred. So his picks are up there. Uh, Tom Daly's picks are up there as well. He's got a website that's coming out that we're going to tell you about uh, before this show's over. Also, uh, of course, your picks are on there. My picks are on there. And our good friend Garnett Barnsdale's picks are on there. And uh, one interesting thing, Mike, before we get to the race, and uh, once again, interrupt me when they're coming because you're going to have the uh, live call. Steve's Cross gonna, Steve Cross is going to have the live call, but, of course, you're going to cue it in. But uh, Tom Daly, singled wiggle to jiggle it. What do you think about that? You know, that's an interesting single of Wiggle It, Jiggle It. I think that uh, Always Beat Mickey and Freaky Feet Pete both have a chance, but Shambhala, in my opinion, cannot be overlooked. So uh, it will. that's a definitely an interesting single. We've got 24 seconds from the race here at Hoosier Park. It's the 10th race. Current 7-5 betting choice is the 2, Rock Alina. And it's a pretty wide-open betting field, Mike. Uh, they've got about 13 seconds left. Do you have anything real quick? Uh, no, just that I uh, went with the 2-8 and eight in here. I think Rockalina is a pretty safe bet for a little bit of a long shot. BC's Bell Street was an impressive winner last out, Mike. All right, we're going to send it live. Race number 10 to kick off the pick five sequence here. Steve Cross with the live call of the 10th race. On and behind the gate, the gate swings into the stretch for the start. Here they come. And they're off and facing. Off stride at the start, Rockalina. Out for the lead of Velocity Rain. Alongside Rocky Katie. Three deep on the outside. BC's Bell Streets as they charge three deep into the first turn. Rock and roll Chiku to the inside. Gaps away for it. Inside, racing in fifth, Feisty's Legacy. Followed along sixth by TC Scandal. Then the seventh of the outside as they enter the turn of Layer Cake. Parked out and shake it for me here down low. Ponytail. 
First quarter, 26-1, still battling out on the backstretch as they head over towards the half, Velocity Rain. Now moving to the front, Velocity Rain takes command. BC's Bell Street yielding for the pocket seat in second. Rocking Katie back of the inside is third. A gap of two and a half, three to rock and roll, Hoochie for it. Layer Cake still parked to the outside is fifth. Feisty's Legacy down to the inside is sixth. Shake it for me, gear to the outer flow. Halftime was 55 and one as they continue on to the upper turn. TC Scandal has been shuffled back, racing in ninth. But it's Ponytail. The end of the far turn, and up front leading the way, it's Velocity Rain. The lead is a length, length and a half. BC's Bell Street is now locked on the inside as she follows the leader to the three-quarter mile marker. Layer Cake still grinding it out for Widger. Three quarters at 123 and four. They make the turn with Velocity Rain leading for all Velocity Rain. Still a length to the good. To the outside, Layer Cake still threatening. Down to the inside, BC's Bell Street. Moving up between horses is Rocking Katie. To the outside, Ponytail TC Scandal. Final 16 to go. It's Velocity Rain. And Velocity Rain will coast home a winner. Rock and roll Hoochie Koo, a fast closing second on the inside. Tied to the line for third. 152 and 2. Well, Mike Bozich, 152-2, and two, the 7-1 to one minor upset here. I think the 6-5 to five choice uh, didn't even hit the board, but the 5-velocity rain for trainer Grant Wilfong and driver Rick Plano kick off the pick-5 sequence here at Hoosier Park. Yeah, uh, Rockalina made a break right at the start, and uh, with that, uh, my hopes were dashed, and uh, Tom <laughs> Daly, who had 4-6-10, uh, he's uh, he's to the uh, wood pile, if you will. But Garnett Barnsdale only used two and five, so Garnett's alive. Uh, the natural Rich Matei is alive, and uh, so are you, my friend. You are alive That's and right. well with the two five ten. So uh, congratulations for that, Mike. Definitely. Well, Mike, we're going to take a quick timeout. It finished five three and a photo. Five three and a photo here in the tenth race. The judges post number eight and number six, finishing third and fourth. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Jim King about Wakazashi Hanover's chances in the 2016 Dan Patch. We'll be right back with post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Ben America. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. 
Good Zashiana returns first and looks to create separation now. Being driven confidently. Opens up by two. Opens up at will. Bad do Hannibal second. Joe Boswell sent third. Outside Cooperstown to the finish. Waka Zashi Hanover toyed with him. We're back on post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bit America. Mike Bozich alongside of Mike Carter. We've got a lot going on. We've got uh, guests that are going to stop by Mike Carter's table. Mike Carter had a chance to sit down with Jimmy Tactor, Trace Tietrick, uh, Ricky McCumber. Lots of different folks are going to be joining us as we're getting almost post or almost closer. We are getting closer, but it's almost <laughs> post time for the 2016 uh, Dan Patchett Hoosier Park. Mike Carter, you've got uh, Mr. Jim King at the table, I believe. I do. We're talking with Jim King. We're going to talk a little bit about Wakazashi Hanover. Uh, Jim, talk a little bit about how he warmed up and, uh, you know, just how he is today. Well, we were pretty pleased with the way he warmed up. Uh, I, I wish he had a couple of good starts under him with these kind of horses. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a big step for him from what he's done so far this year, but I think he's coming along pretty good. Jim, this is Mike Bozich back in the post time with Mike and Mike Studios. You guys are having all the fun over there at uh, Hoosier Park. Uh, before we ask you, get into a little more about Wakazashi Hanover, uh, I guess uh, you've got some people over in Ireland, don't you? I do. I do. My uh, my wife, both daughters, they're over in Ireland having a good old time. They sent, sent uh, well, my wife says uh, she's quite confident that the horse is going to be in good hands. She's going to send her best man. So, here I am. Now, Jim, talk to us a little bit about uh, uh, Walkie in his last start. He faced Mel Mara in his last start. Had to deal with a very fast pace and kind of tired towards the end of the mile. Um, what do you think his chances are against this group tonight? He really looks to get a pretty good trip out of here. I mean, you got two of the better horses right inside. He can certainly hold his own when they when the wings fall. Um, I'm... Uh, quite confident my man will know exactly what to do and the horse really likes to pass in lane uh, so I'm I'm pretty confident he's going to take a step forward tonight Jim, uh, this was a horse that obviously uh, towards the end of last year was just rolling a Pepsi a North America Cup winner and uh, was just doing all the right things on the racetrack, facing arguably one of the best crop of pacers and especially going into now the older pacers uh, in the country. But uh, there was a little bit of time off there for Wakazashi Hanover, and I know we had a chance to talk to Joanne a little bit about it. But for those of you listeners that may be brand new or listening to us for the first time and maybe uh, don't know what happened, can you explain to, a little, to us a little bit about about what actually happened to Wakazashi Hanover the force the time off? Well, we uh, we just given him the time off and we uh, you know attempted to do all the right things and just about time he got back ready started making uh, a noise when he would uh, be trained hard. So of course we had him scoped and his little bit of thing that was bothering him at the end of last year progressively got worse. So we had to have an operation done, uh, what's called a tieback. And the tieback, uh, it was uh, done by Patty Hogan. And uh, uh, Dr. Hogan, like the way he came out, and progressively, each, each start, he seems to be getting better. Uh, we, we just need to do it. And uh, we're, 
pretty confident that we're heading in the right direction now. All right. Well, Jim, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by MedAmerica. Good luck in the Dan Patch, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. That was Jim King, Jr. Uh, of uh, Wakazashihan, over, of course, trained by Joanne Looney King. Joanne and Heather Vitale uh, are over there in uh, Ireland enjoying the uh, Delaney Memorial over with uh, Roger Houston. They've been posting some pretty good pictures on uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter for everybody to follow along uh, as that uh, big event gets to unfold. But uh, Wakazashihan, over 30 to 1 in the morning line. Uh, no question about it when he's right. Uh, he could certainly go with these, uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's uh, once again thrown into fire here with the damn patch, and uh, we'll see what happens. Mike, you there? Yeah, we're here, man. We're uh, we're getting ready to sit down with Montrell Teague, who has wiggle it and jiggle it in the Dan Patch. And Montrell just sitting down with us here. And for those of you who are, you know, maybe standing in front of the table or checking us out on the website, you can also check us out at posttimewithmikeandmike.com. We are really excited to have uh, just about everybody here. And, you know, we're excited to have people watching us. But Montrell, talk to us a little bit about the U.S. Pacing Championship. Wiggle it, jiggle it got boxed in, and it was absolutely flying late. Just how much was left in the tank on Hambo Day? Uh, I thought the race uh, worked out pretty good just for me to come in and for tonight. Uh, kind of had the easier trip following Mickey and having the team on the outside. But uh, getting locked in didn't really work out too good. Got out, shook out a little bit too late, but uh, I mean, I was, still, I was still very impressed with him. That. Now, Montreal, talk to us a little bit uh, about how good. Uh, Wiggle and Jiggle is. He's put in some extraordinary miles against Always Be Mickey and Freaky Feet Pete. How does he keep coming back so strong every week? You know, I think I think it's just a, it's a great horse to inside him. He's never took a race off. He's never, uh, whenever he was going up a lane, he never acted like it, like other horses. They would follow him when he did their first stuff or, uh, or even park to the ass like he was a Saratoga. So I think a great horse overcomes all the tough factors and wins no, no, uh, no matter what. Now we're going to talk quickly about Shambhala, who put in a strong closing effort in the U.S. Pacing Championship. Does he concern you at all? He drew post seven tonight. Obviously, he drew the rail, which is just about where you want to be. But are you concerned at all about Shambhala? Yeah, absolutely. You always got to be concerned about every single one of them in the race. Because, uh, like Shambhala, he, he showed that he was a great horse when he was up there up in uh, Canada, and he came down here, and he showed us again, his, uh, racing against uh, me, uh, Pete, and Mickey, so you always got to look out for him, and I think I think he's a very strong hitter. Well, Montreal, real quick before we let you go, what do you think of this crowd? I mean, just absolutely amazing. The energy here at Hoosier Park is absolutely phenomenal. What do you think of all this, uh, all the sights and sounds of Hoosier Park tonight? I've always had fun here. I mean, the atmosphere is just semi to none, and you get to come down to the front paddock, and Last time I was here, I wanted to cut your dragon, so I hope we can do repeat. All right, Montreal. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy night. I know you got a big drive coming up on Wiggle and Jiggle It, and good luck in the Dan Patch. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that was Montreal Teague joining us, the driver of Wiggle It, Jiggle It. And uh, Mike Rosich, are you back with us? I certainly am, my friend. 
Looks like we lost you there for a quick second. Well, Mike, we're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, it's the 11th race, and we're also going to talk to Trace Tietrich. Robert Cooper is coming up in just a little bit as well. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations racehorse adoption program friends of maryland standard breads is an industry support group focused on promoting harness racing in maryland friends of maryland standard breads works hand in hand with charities involving children and horses such as the harness horse youth foundation friends of maryland standard breads is actively involved with organizations such as the maryland horse council and the maryland horse industry board working together to promote the horse industry in Maryland. Follow Friends of Maryland Standard Breads on Twitter and like them on Facebook. Get a huge boost to your bankroll for all of summer's best racing at Bet America. All new players can double their first deposit up to $300 with Bet America's 100% deposit bonus. That's the biggest sign-up bonus in the industry. Sign up today and start playing the Bet America way. Freaky Feet Pete on the far outside gets airborne late for T-Trick and it's Freaky Feet Pete to win the Breeders' Crown in the final strides. Finish Melmira. Always be Mickey, still two lengths away. They're pacing down to the wire. It's Melmira, and Melmira is going to do it. Melmira wins in 147. Bet America, Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, who's standing by at Hoosier Park. And right now, Mike, you've got a very special guest at the good old table. Yeah, we're joined by uh, Robert Cooper. And uh, Robert, talk to us a little bit about Mel Mara, who didn't race at all last year, has had an absolutely unbelievable 2016. Just how good is Mel Mara? He's going to be he's fresh. Um, Got fresh legs, good attitude, sound, and uh, he's ready. Now, talk to us a little bit about. Uh, I, I was going to talk to Corey a little bit, but he's so versatile and can come just just about come from anywhere. What makes him so good and so versatile, and uh, such a horse that can you know kind of do just a little bit of anything? Yeah, Mel's a professional racehorse. He. Uh, he could do it on the front. He could come from off the pace. The night he uh, tied the world record, he came home in 52 and 2, and that was wrapped up. Uh, there was no urging at all. Corey uh, probably had three, four tenths of a second left in his field tank, but he had no idea how fast he was going, so I guess uh, we'd have to have the 40s. 
Robert, this is uh, Mike Bozich back here at the studio. And, uh, you know, Corey was at uh, Harris, Philadelphia today, had to leave, I think, uh, after the eighth race. And I think his last two drives resulted in wins. So uh, he's coming over there to Hoosier Park on a bit of a hot streak. As a matter of fact, I was kind of laughing to myself because right after that eighth race, I knew he had a plane to catch because right after he got his picture taken with Galley by the beach, he was sprinting towards his uh, his uh, vehicle heading towards uh, the Philadelphia airport. Uh you know, when you and Dylan, uh, you know, kind of pull Corey to – do you pull Corey to the side or you basically do you give the reins to Corey and say, hey, go get him, do what you feel is best out there? Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Um, we're not the kind of owners, and hey, Dylan, we don't tell Corey what to do. Once you start telling Corey what to do, that, that's uh, we think that's a mistake. He's a professional driver. He has uh, been in the business a long time, and uh, he's as good as any of the other drivers. But uh, here's the good news. Corey had a lot of wins today, Dylan. We had a win in the first race. I lost once. Uh, Dylan had a couple of seconds tonight. Have a good night. And uh, maybe the stars are aligned. Now, Robert, what is the plan, if any, against this group? I know I talked to a few of the guys earlier, and they said there's really no plan. It's really the first couple of steps out of the gate. Is it the same thing for Melmera? Um, last week, uh Mel showed his uh, last half he uh, picked uh, 52-4. Um, I got to believe this track is going to suit him. He loves the metal land. Um, this is his kind of track, you know, long stretch. And uh, whether Mel's sitting up close or he has to come from off the pace, uh, I think he's look, you're looking at a 52-3, 52-4 back half. And uh, we just hope we get a good trip. Well, Robert, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us, my friend. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's got to be great to have a racehorse that can go toe-to-toe with these big horses. And it's going to be a tremendous race. Uh, you've got the one of the best posts, certainly, for a 7-8 a mile track, a bigger track, post 5. And uh, we're looking forward to big things from Melmera tonight. Robert, good luck, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right, that was uh, Robert Cooper, the owner of Melmare, of course, trained by Dylan Davis and uh, Corey Callahan. The drive came on the big close last time, sub-26 at the Meadowlands, uh, just missing the likes of McArdle's legend, Inbidable legend that was off of a scratch stick at the Meadows and uh, a three-and-a-half-week break. So uh, certainly, Mike, I would say that uh, Melmare had the tightener and could certainly be a big factor if he comes forward a little bit here. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Melmera's got a big shot. Uh, like Emily said, post five is the winningest post here at Hoosier Park, and so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Melmera. Well, Mike, they're on the racetrack. They've got zero minutes to post to race 11. We're going to real quick hear from Trace Tietrich and Freaky Feet Pete about their chances in the 2016 Dan Patch Stakes. Freaky Feet Pete on the far outside gets airborne late for Tietrich, and it's Freaky Feet Pete to win the Breeders' Crown in the final strides. Live in the paddock with Trace Tietrich. And Trace, talk to us a little bit about Freaky Pete's chances tonight. He's kind of had a couple of not really rough starts, but in the U.S. Pacing Championship, he's kind of tired late. Talk to us about his trip in the U.S. Pacing Championship. 
I just got a tough trip to pace, to pace the championship. I wanted to get away fifth, sixth, you know, where I could follow Scotty up. I thought his horse has been really sharp lately, Shambhala. And if I could get a trip like that, uh, behind him, I had a really good shot of winning, at least being second, you know, to Mickey. And both got stretched out pretty good myself and Mickey both, you know. And I had to come first in and just a little too taxing that day. Now you draw just to the outside of Wiggly Jiglet tonight. Is there any sort of game plan going into a race like this with Wiggly Jiglet to the inside? Well, we have ideas, you know, like anybody else. You have a good idea, you know, but... Yeah, there's a bunch of scenarios that can play out. You know, the race will be determined within the first 10 steps out of the gate. You know, 10, 15 steps out, you know, that'll make a big decision on the outcome of the race, I think. Now, Freaky Feet Pete has been close to all bets off just about all season long. Now you throw in Shambhala in the mix. Is there anybody else that you're really worried about in the race? You know, there's five or six of them that can pop up and win. You know, if the trips work out good and things get crazy, you know, all the horses in are good horses, you know, like Mike, I think we lost our uh, Trace Teacher interview there. Are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here, and uh, yeah, obviously it's done for some reason, but uh, we'll try to get back uh, that back in its entirety maybe after this race, Mike. Yeah, we, we apologize. You know, we're, we're still working the Kings out. This is our first live remote and uh, trying to work things out as best as we can. But, Mike, the 11th race is coming up. But listen, real quick, before before I do anything, so I'm sitting here at the table. We're doing this podcast. You know, we're going for the – you know, going to toe to toe with this thing, and the roll the dice stable, the people who named and bred always be Mickey are standing right in front of me, and I had no about, idea until they until they spoke up just now. How about that? So, uh, well, that's tremendous, and uh, you know, always be Mickey drawing post nine for the uh, Dan Patch. But uh, what do you got? It looks like there's a countdown clock at Hoosier Park. Now, I know you are quite a bit ahead of my feed, right? Yeah, I'm about 30 seconds or so ahead of your feed. We've got 26, now 25 seconds. I like the one, the six, and the five here, Mike. Of course, I'm pulling for the five horse in, uh, in I was going to say Velocity Rain. Look at me. The five horse in Paper Jack with Tyler Smith, who already has a couple of wins on the program. And the six horse is currently sitting at nine to five. Mike, who do you, real quick, who do you like before we throw it to Steve Cross? Yeah, this was a wide open race. I kind of struggled with this one. I went uh, five deep in the pick five. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, for a little bit of a long shot, I kind of like number 10 great image here with uh, Trace Tietrich. We'll see what happens. But I guess Steve's ready for the call, Mike. Yeah, Trace Tietrich sitting at 49 to 1. Currently, we're going to set it upstairs for the live call of Race 11 here at Hoosier Park. Here's Steve Cross. The George Wilkes Pace. Here they come. And they're off and pacing. And out with a flash. It's Paper Jack. From the inside, come on, John. From the outside, Enoch. Sipping on Suds coming away fourth. Top Thunder alongside Park fifth. Great image sliding through sixth. Meadowbrook Thunder looks to drop in seventh. Over Frisky coming away eighth as they head to the first turn. Ninth of the inside, it's Velocity Stimpler and the trailer is a true rock star. 28 seconds for the opening at quarter time. A bit soft there as Paper Jack controls the tempo to the backstretch. Come on, John. Follows along in second. Enoch has dropped in, but gaps third. With Sippin' on Suds now with Racing Room in fourth. Inside, racing in fifth. As they head over towards the half, it's Top Mudder, followed then by Great Image. Pace begins to quicken as the outer flow starts. They reach the half, 56-1. and one. Paper Jack has led every step. Here's Enoch out and firing for Dillander. Sippin' on Suds will follow along. Back of the inside, come on, John, is locked and shuffled to fourth. 
Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. Ladies, here at the stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At the stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Always be Mickey takes over the lead with a burst of speed. Now watch the timer. Always be Mickey lights it up in 147 even world record. We're here live with trainer Jimmy Tactor and Jimmy first we want to talk about uh, Hamiltonian Oaks champion all the time. Talk to us about uh, how she's doing and how she's feeling. Everything is good actually. I was just uh, got a text uh, when we landed the plane uh, out here that uh, uh, she's going to go come home to us on Monday and everything is good. She's eating good and uh, uh, everything seems to be uh, as as good it could be at this point anyway. And we want to talk a little bit about the Carl Milstein tomorrow night. Uh, you have betting line who drew to the inside, but Pure Country didn't draw all that horribly. Talk to us about uh, how she came out of the uh, cane pace and how she looks going into tomorrow. I'm happy how she, you know, I mean, she, she raced good last start. You know, she had a, you know, a, when the horse in front did not leave at all, she was basically, you know, out of the, uh, the race to have any, you know, serious chance to win it, you know, because I think she was like 20 lengths off at the first quarter, and, right. and you cannot make up that kind of ground uh, against these horses. So, you know, of course I was hoping a little better post, but uh, it is what it is, and uh, the feel is good, and uh, uh, first time racing on a half mile, that'd be exciting, but, uh, you know, she's good gated, and I, uh, I'm not over concerned about that. Now let's talk about your chances tonight. Uh, always be Mickey against Freaky Feet Pete, Wiggle It Jiggle, and of course Shambhala who showed up in the U.S. Pacing Championship. How did Mickey ship and how did he come out of his race last week? He shipped good. We shipped them out uh, the left mo- Wednesday morning, so they were out here uh, late Wednesday and uh, he'd been jogged here uh, for the last two days and uh, everything was good. I mean, he, he, he eat good, everything is, he looked like uh, he's really happy to be here. Now you draw the outside tonight, is that any concern to you whatsoever or is post position not really the concern tonight? 
Not that much. I mean, uh, you know, this track here is, uh, you know, I mean, you know, you don't want to be too far off, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, post position is not really something I really over worry about when I'm racing this guy. The main thing is that, you know, that he's in, uh, it should be a little sharper tonight. I mean, you know, last start, I, you know, I, he had all excuses not to perform up uh, up to where he's supposed to be because, I mean, you know, three weeks no racing and uh, basically, you know, very, very limited uh, kind of exercise uh, that, uh, you know, made a big impact of it. You know that he came up short the last, uh, especially last quarter. Now we talked many of times about just how good always the Mickey in is. How impressed are you coming back from injury after injury to where he's at now? How impressed are you with him? I mean, I mean, you know, he's he's always going to have a big spot in my heart. I mean, I I really care for this horse a lot, and um, you know, he's 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 gone through you know so tough times, you know, in his life to, you know, standing uh, and competing this level, that's just uh, tell you what kind of horse he is. All right, Jimmy, good luck tonight in the Dan Patch. Okay, thank you very much. All right, that was the voice of Jimmy Tactor, uh, trainer of Always Be Mickey, Drew Post 9. The uh, Dan Patch right now is about 25 minutes away. Now we're going to try to get Scott Zeron to join us uh, live on the program, see if he can come over right before the uh, start of the Dan Patch. Uh, but Mike uh, Carter had a chance to sit down and talk to Ricky McCumber, uh, the uh, driver in the Dan Patch. Uh, Ricky McCumber will be taking the reins. Um, number four, all bets off. Uh, certainly a long shot there for trainer Ron Burke. Uh, let's uh, hear what uh, Ricky McCumber had to say about uh, all bets off. Live here in the paddock with driver Ricky McCumber Jr. And Ricky, talk to us a little bit about uh, driving all bets off tonight. Is this the first time you've driven him? Yeah, this is my first time. And uh, I've seen that he's been racing pretty good off the tape. And he's hating around 47 4 last week and didn't get a check. So that's pretty much unheard of. Uh, we just hope the trip worked out for us tonight. Now, tonight at Hoosier Park, you're trying to make this your third Dan Patch. Talk to us about what it's like to win the Dan Patch. Uh, pretty good experience. That's what started me off on a good one. And when I won it, like second year driving, you know, that got me some recognition. Now, you draw just to the outside of Freaky Feet Pete and Wiggle It Jiggle It. Is there any sort of game plan tonight, or are you just going to try to kind of wait and see what happens? Uh, we're going to have to wait and see what happens because game plan changes like two or three times as the race goes along, so we'll just have to see. All right, that's driver Ricky McCumber Jr. with all bets off in the Dan Patch. That was driver Ricky McCumber Jr., all bets off, uh, driving that long shot in the Dan Patch, uh, which is about uh, 25 minutes away. But uh, Mike Carter, uh, backtracking to the 11th, uh, the George Wilkes uh, had a chance to see a bit of an upset. And why not? The Hall of Famer Dave Miller with Come On, John, uh, bringing him that big long shot. And, uh, you know, listen, I mean, you get a Hall of Famer Dave Miller in the bike. Uh, you get guys like Dave and Scott Zeron. Uh, and Corey coming out there, and, uh, you know, sometimes you have to key on these guys, even if the horse doesn't look the best in the program. Yeah, definitely. Come on, John. Didn't look the best. I mean, was facing a very good group of non-winners class, and i got to tell you, this this group tonight has been going super, super fast. The track is very, very fast here at Hoosier Park, so all the credit in the world to uh, trainer Aaron Miller and David Miller in the sulky. And, uh, Mike, uh, listen, we got a special guest. Look, he hopped right off the bike, 
and came over to talk to us. We've got driver Scott Zeron, who is with us now. And Scott, talk to us a little bit about uh, Shambhala. Shambhala looked very strong in the U.S. Pacing Championship and closed like a freight train. Just how good was he on that day? That, that, that was as good as he could possibly be. I mean, if I could have any kind of uh, that effort again today, it's going to be a fun day. I mean, 118-3 and three was his last three quarters charting. God, if he could do that today, I think uh, I think we could win again. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it's going to be a little bit different style. If I, I, I wish I could have had that same trip today, but uh, second over is going to be tough to come by where I'm sitting. Scott, it's Mike Bozich back in the uh, studios here, not too far from uh, Harris, Philadelphia, and I guess only uh, two hours south of uh, the hollowed grounds of the Meadowlands where you had a very, very good Hamiltonian Saturday. And as a matter of fact, we had you on the show uh, the Thursday before, so we maybe can officially be your good luck charm now because you, uh, listen, you, you rocked the house with Shambhala. And you followed that up with the big Hamiltonian win, Marion Marauder. I know we're talking Shambhala tonight, but while we got you here, uh, now that it had now that it's had a little bit of time to sink in, uh, pinch yourself, buddy. Uh, Hamiltonian win. Uh, what are your thoughts? It was a, it was a total dream day. You know, uh, I, I don't know how I could ever top that going forward. But winning the Hamiltonian that's that's one thing. That's the most iconic race I could think of. But to win with my dad's car, Shambhala, that, that was uh, it, it was a sweet family win to, to get, and uh, at least that one wasn't by a note, so I could enjoy that one at the wire. Well, Scott, I got to tell you, I picked Marion Marauder in our Hannah handicapping last contest last week, and I, I tell you, I stood on my head on this program. I said, you know, Marion Marauder's got a fantastic shot, but of course, we're talking Shambhala. Do you think that Shambhala has been a little bit underplayed when it comes to the discussion uh, with the big three? Yeah, absolutely. He. He's never really been against them that much last year, only a couple times. And uh, this year he's, he's had the opportunity to race against them a bunch. But yeah, he, he's almost uh, an enemy of himself where I've always tried to find a trip with him, and he, he's just a small horse. So I try to cut some corners and get some uh, good helmets to follow. And if it doesn't work out, then you don't see him there at the wire. But at the same time, he's always giving me a big effort. But I think this point going forward, he gained a lot of respect off that U.S. Pacing Championship and, and, and even the start before that, finishing second part of the whole way in a mile and an eighth. So he, he's got people's attention, and uh, he definitely gained my attention. And uh, going forward, I'm going to put him in, in spots where I think he could uh, he could win. And going forward with today, uh, hopefully I can get that nice trip. I, I believe if everything kind of shapes up the way I feel, I, I can get a nice third-over trip following Mickey, Melmara, and myself in that order. And if that's the case, Montreal gives us some speed up front, you're going to see Shambhala close to the wire. Well, that's certainly tremendous, Scott. And you know what? Any second guesses that you may have had uh, from leaving Canada a few short years ago is probably a distant memory right now, isn't it? It it is, and it, it feels it's a big risk. Now, Scott, real quick, talk to us a little bit about just what makes Shambhala so good. This gelding is freaky fast. He's got a ton of consistency. And if you look at the program lines, I mean, 26-2, and 26-4, throw out the Ben Franklin where he was nowhere to be found, 27 seconds, 26-2 and two final quarters. This horse can absolutely fly coming home. Yeah, you can't teach a horse to win, but he has that will to win. He wants to do it. He, he can do it on front end. I mean, against these horses, it's, it's a tall task, but my dad's always taught him to be such a great off-the-pace horse, and that's the way we we really taught him how to do it. And he, He's an exciting horse to sit behind because all you have to do is, is follow that helmet. When you get that three-quarter full, show him some daylight, and you know he's going to move his little legs to 
fast as he possibly can. And, and you know, to do what he did last time, coming 118-3, it, it wasn't just looking at that second over thinking, oh, wow, he got a perfect trip. He was supposed to win there. He had to overcome a, a slow first quarter. And 118-3, and three, he showed that when, when things uh, go his way, that uh, he will try his best to win. And, and I'm looking for the same effort. Scott, we certainly appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, you're about uh, 17 minutes or so away, so we'll let you uh, get back and make some last-second uh, preparations, my friend. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, that was Scott Zeron, driver of uh, Shambhala, is uh, starting from post seven, and uh, it's the uh, $325,000 Dan Patch. And uh, for you gamblers out there, there is a $20,000 guaranteed Superfecta pool in this race. It also starts the uh, late pick three. There is a scratch in here. Uh, numbers, uh, number eight, luck be with you, is out. So that does leave a field of eight, Mike. And, uh, well, we're not too far away, uh, Mike Carter. We've uh, pretty much heard from uh, everybody that we need to hear from uh, as far as uh, the participants in this game. And uh, I guess we're getting down to our final thoughts here before the big race, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, we're just 17 minutes away from the 12th race. And, Mike, it is time for the 300000 excuse me, $325,000 Dan Patch Stakes. Melmero was a supplemental entry. The winner gets an automatic nomination to the Hoosier Park Piecing Derby. And, Mike, this is a strong, strong field. Freaky Feed Pete, the hometown favorite, is your current 8-5 to five betting choice. Wiggle and jiggle it at 9-5. to five. But number nine, always be Mickey at 5-2. to two. Of course, Shambhala taking some money at five to one. Mike, this is a race that could really set up any kind of way. And uh, it's going to be an exciting race. Yeah, it certainly is. It's going to be a fantastic event uh, and I can't wait. And we're just, uh, Hey, the countdown clock is uh, heading down down to our direction. We're about 60 minutes away from a start. What we're going to do, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll have some final thoughts. We'll uh, have uh, our final thoughts on the Dan patch. Don't go anywhere. We still have a lot left on this program. Uh, We still have a running aces segment. We're going to hear from uh, Jessica Johnson of the uh, Minnesota harness horseman. Uh, Darren Ghani had a chance to sit down with her. Plus we're going to take a look at the Carl Milstein. Memorial, Mike, that's going to be a big one. You've got a big couple of days uh, with the Dan Patch and the Carl Milstein coming up on Saturday at Northfield Park. That's got some great horses in there. So uh, we'll talk uh, about that as well. We're going to take a timeout and uh, we'll come back with more on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Here at the stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At the stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Get a huge boost to your bankroll for all of summer's best racing at Bet America. All new players can double their first deposit up, up to $300, $300 with Bet America's 100% deposit bonus. That's the biggest sign up bonus in the industry. Sign up today and start playing the Bet America way. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. 
New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breds the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania, and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland-Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. They come down to the finish. Wiggle it, jiggle it. 147-3, and three, track record shattered. Always be Mickey takes over the lead with a burst of speed. Now watch the timer. Always be Mickey lights it up in 147 even world record. Mickey feet Pete on the far outside gets airborne late for T-Trick and it's Freaky feet Pete to win the Breeders' Crown in the final strides. Down to the finish, Mel Mira. Always be Mickey, still two lengths away. They're pacing down to the wire. It's Mel Mira, and Mel Mira is going to do it. Mel Mira wins in 147. Late, late. has got the lead. Wiggle it, jiggle it, shaking loose late. Is it too late? Yes. Shambala at eight to one. Scotty Z. Shambala. Wakazashi Anna returns first and looks to create separation now. Being driven competently, opens up by two, opens up at will. Badu Anna second, Joe Boswell sent third. Outside Cooperstown to the finish, Wakazashi Anna toyed with him. So luck be with you, pops the pocket after some star somewhere, sometimes said with the Royal Rally is flying through. They're heading down to the finish, up on the outside, luck be with you, sometimes said at the rail, luck be with you. The Carl Milstein Memorial. On the outside, luck be with you. Inside, all bets off. All bets off on the inside, and all bets off takes it here. 150 and 3 fifths. Dave Miller and Delta winner. You've got a winner at 26 to 1 in the cane. Delta winner. Coverage of the 2016 Dan Patch from Hoosier Park is brought to you by. Bet America. It's time to play the Bet America way. Friends of Maryland Standardbreds, promoting harness racing in Maryland and beyond. TheStable.ca. A better way to buy and sell yearlings, visit them at TheStable.ca. Embroidery Unlimited, your one-stop shop for all of your embroidery, screen printing, and promotional product needs. New vocations. Make your next horse an ex-racehorse. And Running Aces Casino and Racetrack, the premier harness racing facility and card club in the Midwest.
All right, we're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. And Mike, we're about 10 minutes away from the start of the Dan Patch, the free-for-all TBG series. Once again, number eight, luck be with you, is scratched. Mike, did you ever get a reason? Was it a sick or a judge's? Or There was uh, no reason given. Uh, I did not hear the reason, and uh, I saw it on the crawl, and that's the only place I got it. So luck be with you is out of the 2016 Dan Patch Stakes. Well, Mike, let's go one by one. There's currently three favorites all sitting at two to one. And we're going to start at the inside with the one Wiggle and Jiggle it. Wiggle and Jiggle it with second to Shambhala in the U.S. Pacing Championship. Mike, he got bottled up, though, in the stretch and came flying late after winning the Joe Garrity Memorial in Saratoga. Yeah, he sure did. And you just have to wonder, Mike, what would have happened if this horse would have been free a little bit earlier. And Shambhala did have the jump on him. Uh, obviously, taking nothing away from Shambhala, it was a tremendous effort. But you do have to wonder if Wiggle It Jiggle it was free a little bit sooner, uh, what the end result would have been. By the way, Mike, not to change the subject, but uh, speaking of uh, out, uh, we're all out of the pick five, by the way. Yeah, we're all out of hats, too. For those of you listening, uh, unfortunately, we are out of hats. I've had numerous people come see us for a hat. Unfortunately, we are out. Well, Mike, I've taken some addresses, so we're going to we're gonna have to mail a few of these things out. Number two is Freaky Feed Pete. Mary Jo Reinheimer and Marty Reinheimer bring this horse in for trainer Larry Reinheimer, and it is the hometown favorite, Mike. Driver Trace Tietrick picked up the drive once again, was seventh in the U.S. Pacing Championship, but that's a little misleading, if you ask me. Only missed by four and a half lengths in 148 and absolutely phenomenal mile. The last time he hit the board was against Wiggle It Jiggle It in the graduate final. And Mike, the race into Ben Franklin was super sharp. He just missed against Always Be Mickey. Mike, you do have to think that if Freaky Feet Pete's going to take care of business, this is going to be the time. I mean, this is his home turf. He absolutely loves Hoosier Park. He dominated here as a three-year-old, uh, and he draws uh, a very, very good post position right alongside Wiggle It Jiggle It. Can race from on or off the pace. Uh, it was a very interesting and tough trip last time. I mean, just went out first over, duked it out, was in a heavy, heavy speed duel uh, with Always Be Mickey there on the U.S. Pacing Championship, and uh, him along with Always Be Mickey. Mickey uh, faded in the stretch in that particular race. So you certainly can't hold it against uh, Freaky Feet Pete for maybe getting a little bit tired. And then when we talk about tired, he still came home in 27 and two. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's a pretty good kind of tired. I know a lot of horsemen would like to have horses get tired and come home in 27 and two, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of trip trace can work out right now. Uh, As far as value goes two to one, uh, I'm sorry, I love Freaky Feet Pete, but two to one's just a little low for me. Obviously, he's a hometown hero, and we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm not crazy about two to one at all, Mike. Number three is Wakazashi Hanover for trainer Joanne Looney King. We talked to Jim King, who said that Wakazashi Hanover seems to be really coming back to his stride. Wakazashi Hanover was third in the Invitational here at Hoosier Park last week in 149 and two, went 150 and one the week before. Mike, he seems to be improving off his layoffs. Yeah, it certainly does, and we, you know, we had a chance to talk to Jim King Jr. a little bit uh, uh, ago, and he was talking about the uh, unfortunate, uh, uh, not an incident, but the unfortunate situation with Wakizashi Hanover that certainly had to miss some time. I know they were so anxious to get this horse back going at forum. He had some problems, but uh, he's back on the racetrack now, and, you know, it's going to take him a little bit. There's no question about it, and when you, you know, are, are right up against uh, all these great horses, like, immediately, right away, you know, then it's going to be tough. Right now, uh, 71-plus on the board, Mike. 
On your television screens is J.K. End of an Era. And J.K. End of an Era walked over just a little bit ago and is going to lead the horses onto the racetrack. If you could hear the bugles going off, they're stepping onto the racetrack for race number 12. Micah, we've been kind of discussing the horses as they've been coming out or as, they, as we know them. Uh, number four, All Bets Off, is next. But I'm going to wait for them to pop up on the screen. Let's kind of take a look at what they look like in the post parade here. Uh, of course, Wiggle It, Jiggle It will lead them off. And Wiggle It, Jiggle It just looks absolutely phenomenal. He looked great in the paddock as well. Yeah, certainly. He's uh, always one of those horses, Mike, that uh, seems to have a hitch in his stride, a hitch in his step. Uh, and, you know, you look at him out there and you're like, wow, I mean, especially warming up, it just looks like that. And I don't want to say he looks lame, but he just doesn't look like a, an everyday horse warming up out there. But, hey, he's got a mind of its own and it uh, certainly uh, hasn't affected him. He's been fantastic throughout and uh, he's the man. He's one of, certainly one of the men, no question about it in this uh, in this field. Crossing right in front of me and stepping out of the racetrack is the two. Freaky Feed Pete. Mike, we talked a little bit earlier about the hometown hero, so to speak, in Freaky Feed Pete. Everybody in this town knows who Pete is. He is freaky fast, just like Jimmy John. Yeah, certainly is, and uh, he draws the inside. Uh, big effort last time in the U.S. Pacing Championship, even though he finished seventh, four and a quarter lengths out. It was a grueling duel with Always Be Mickey. Had every right to tire. Trip's going to mean a lot here for the chances of Freaky Feet Pete. You should have heard the roar from this crowd when he came onto the racetrack. The three Wakazashi hit over Joanne Looney King is the trainer. Jason Dillinder is the driver, and Mike Wakazashi hit over at 72-1, to one, but he looks ultra sharp on the racetrack. Well, he can go with these. There's no question about it. Obviously, he had to overcome that health issue that he had, uh, but he's uh, making his fourth start off a double qualifier. He's looking better and better, and maybe this could be the time for Wakazashi Hanover, and why not? 73-1, to maybe worth a couple of bucks. 45 to 1 of the four, all bets off for trader Ron Burke, who is sixth of the U.S. Pacing Championship, but was third behind Bit of a Legend and Wiggle It, Jiggle It in the Joe Garrity. Yeah, more of a speed factor in this race, I would think. Driver Ricky McCumber's driving this horse for uh, the first time. And uh, look for this horse to be showing something early right now, 46-1. to 1. Uh, Hey, you can never toss out a Ron Burke horse, no question about it. Number five is Mel Mara. Robert Cooper joined the show earlier. He had a monster effort in the open at the Meadowlands, 148-3 and three at 25-4 and four final quarter. Mel Mara starts from the winningest post, post five. You know, if you go back to the Ben Franklin uh, finals back at Pocono, he uh, had a very good journey and fanned out four wide at the top of the stretch and actually looked like for just a fleeting moment that he was going to win that race. But always be Mickey and Freaky Feet Pete. The speed would just not give. A couple of starts since then, including including a 25-4 and four close off of a scratch sick. A step forward here puts him right in the ballgame, Mike. We remember Delta Witter. Delta Witter, you've got a winner at 26 to 1. Tonight he's 54 to 1. Delta Witter for trainer Mark Silva is coming off a third place effort in the U.S. Pacing Championship. Yeah, certainly it's going to be tough. Uh, last year's Kane uh, Pace winner uh, and uh, is coming off of a third place finish. Pre- made a pretty good account of himself in the U.S. Pacing Championship. Uh, will obviously have to step forward here if he wants to uh, turn the tables. Driver Scott Zeron drives the seven Shambhala, and Shambhala looks absolutely like a professional six to one, a huge overlay on Shambhala. Well, if you look at the efforts, a couple of starts back, including three starts back in the Houghton, I thought that was just a huge effort. First over to always be Mickey would not see, defeated Wiggle It and Freaky Feet Pete in that race, obviously coming off the victory in the U.S. Pacing Championship. Can he string another one together? That's the question right now. Six to one odds are very, very enticing. 
Listen, Mike, I got to say this real quick. Always be Mickey look sharp, but the crowd of people that just walked from the paddock over here, you'd think you were at the Kentucky Derby. Number nine is always be Mickey, the eight to five betting choice. Another Indiana horse with trainer Jimmy Tactor and David Miller. I talked to trainer Jimmy Tactor earlier. He said he looks a ton better tonight than he did in the U.S. Pacing Championship. Yeah, and he had a grueling trip on the U.S. Pacing Championship. I mean, he had the battle to the quarter, and then he had the battle Freaky Feet Pete for a little bit more of a quarter of a mile and uh, still came home in 27 and won. Uh, four straight victories before that just looked dominating. Uh, has to deal with post nine, but uh, eight to five on the board. That could be a good price. Always be Mickey looking for some redemption here tonight, Mike. Mike, I got to tell you, the outdoor paddock here, they used it for the Dan Patch, and it, it was absolutely the right idea. You should see this crowd right now. It is unbelievable, the crowd here at the Dan Patch, and the, just the energy. And like I said, when Freaky Feet Pete came onto the racetrack, Mike, the roar from this crowd was just absolutely insurmountable. Yeah, and, you know, it's great to see all these Indiana horses get together in such a prestigious race in Indiana. I mean, and how much the Indiana program has responded to the expanded gaming. And a big hats off to uh, Centaur, the owners of uh, Hoosier Park, who have just uh, put a lot of money into racing, want to see racing profitable. And obviously you could tell by the facility there in the crowd uh, that they are certainly doing that. And it's going to be great. It's just fantastic to see mike that the battleground is where they all came from mike indiana definitely well listen we're going to take a very very short time out when we come back it's 2016 rendition of the three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars dan patch stakes from hoosier park in anderson indiana we'll be right back hey i'm Chantel sutherland cruz and want to tell you all about betamerica.com it's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads is an industry support group focused on promoting harness racing in Maryland. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads works hand-in-hand with charities involving children and horses, such as the Harness Horse Youth Foundation. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads is actively involved with organizations such as the Maryland Horse Council and the Maryland Horse Industry Board, working together to promote the horse industry in Maryland. Follow Friends of Maryland Standard Breads on Twitter and like them on Facebook. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. They come down to the finish. Wiggle it, jiggle it. 147-3, track record shattered.
Inch away from the 2016 Dan Patch, Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. Mike Carter is live at Hoosier Park, a field of eight right now. The current favorite at eight to five has always be Mickey Wiggle at Jiggle. It's nine to five. Freaky Feet Pete seven to two. Shambhala is six to one. Melmera's eight to one. And Mike, I guess the time for talking is over. It's time to give our selections. Mike, who do you like in the 2016 band patch? Okay, so I'm going to tell you who I'm going to like. Now, Robert Cooper's sitting right in front of me, so there's no pressure here. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm going to tell you who, I'm going to li- who I like, and I'm going to tell you who I like as a value play. I think Always Be Mickey and Freaky Feet Pete are the two horses that have the best chance of winning, but Mel Mara at 8-1 to one is a price you can't get away from. And Shambhala at five to one. So you've got Shambhala at five to one. The next flash, Melmara, nine to one here. You're getting a twenty dollar horse for Melmara starting from post five. And who better to drive than Corey Callahan? Well, certainly. This is uh, a great race. The betting board is kind of wide open. Three to two on Always Be Mickey right now. Two to one on Wiggle It Jiggle It. Uh, Freaky Feet Pete up to four to one. I need five to one or better on Freaky Feet Pete to recommend. But I'll tell you right now, five to one, I think Shambhala, if he brings his form, I think he's good. And I, uh, I like Shambhala to win it here right now. Five to one on the board, Mike. Hopefully we can get a little higher and uh, we'll see what happens. Mike, how's the crowd out there? The crowd is absolutely phenomenal. Listen, I've got a TV, a pretty nice-sized TV behind me. I've got a ton of people sitting here watching it, ready for this race to go off. 50 <laughs> seconds left. It's like, listen, it's like we're waiting for the ball to drop. It is absolutely the, – the, the energy is so electric here, and we are so excited to be a part of the 2016 Dan Patch. Well, Mike, they're walking up to the starting gate now. They've got 37 seconds left. Current 7-5 to five betting choices always be Mickey. 9-5 to five on the board to the one. Wiggle it. Jiggle it. 9-2 to two on the two. Freaky feet, Pete. Shambhala's taking some money at five to one. Mel Mara, twenty dollars is what you're getting for this horse. Mike, I cannot wait for this race. We could see a world record here tonight. Who knows? We're about to find out. It's the 2016 Dan Patch Stakes from Hoosier Park. Let's send it live to Steve Cross with a live call of the 2016 Dan Patch Stakes from Hoosier Park. Dead Patch Pacers field of eight lining up, moving in, wiggling, jiggling, freaky feet, Pete, walk, Sashi Hanover, all bets off. Melmara, Delta winner, Shambhala, always be Mickey. It all comes down to this. $325,000 Dead Patch Pacers approaching the start. And they're off and pacing. From the inside, Wiggle Jiggle steps right out. Freaky PP drops in behind. A walk as Sashi Hanover comes away third. Out in front fourth, always be Mickey. All bets off to the inside races. Fifth, Melmara follows along in sixth. Coming away in seventh, it's Shambhala. And after a break, at the start of the trailer is Delta winner. So they race over to the quarter mile marker. Wiggle and jiggle and controlling the pace. 27 seconds. Seventh pace here sent by Teague. As Wiggle and jiggle and leads to the backstretch. Freaky feet. Pete is content to follow along in second. Walk Kasashi Hanover third. And here comes Miller with Always Be Mickey from fourth to third. And now second and Always Be Mickey. A stepping run up alongside Wiggle and jiggle and Always Be Mickey takes the lead. A nose and neck. A length in front. So with a quick sweeping move, Miller has the lead with Always Be Mickey. 
as they come to the half at 54-4. So always give Mickey lead to the third. Wiggle and jiggle it to the inside of second. Freaky Pete Pete is back to third now. Walker Sashi Hanover funnels along in fourth. And moving first up on the outside, Melmara Callahan on his way with him from fifth. Shen Donald will quickly grab the cover. All bets off, locked and shuffled here as they arrive at the three-quarter mile marker. Always be Mickey. There to the outside, Freaky Pete Pete flushed out and challenging in second. Wiggle and jiggle it and he will wait for the passing lane as they pass three quarters at 122 and four. On their way home in the damn patch. Always be Mickey to the inside. Freaky Pete Pete to the outside. Wiggle and jiggle it still waiting and just down to the inside. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, 149 and one. Wiggle it, jiggle it, getting the job done. Unbelievable. Watching the replay right now. Now, I'm about 30 seconds behind, uh, behind about 30 seconds behind Mike Rose. Now you can hear the crowd out there. Mike is going to make his way to the winner's circle. But uh, we're watching the replay right now. And uh, always be Mickey on the inside, battling with Freaky CP to his first over once again. They fanned out across the track. Wiggle it, jiggle it, gets up the inside. An absolute perfect drive from Montreal T getting up the inside. And uh, Wiggle it, jiggle it, was able to gun down always be Mickey in the final steps. And uh, it's going to be a photograph uh, for the rest. Mike, are you in the winner's circle? Yeah, I'm in the winter circle. Turning for home, freaky speed Pete. When he stuck a nose in clutch, this crowd went absolutely wild. I think we were all screaming for freaky speed Pete. It looked like all bets off. Put in a strong closing effort to finish third. It, judges are looking at a photograph right now. But how good was Wiggle It Jiggle It? Coming down the stretch, Montreal Pete putting the whip in the air for victory as he had a very, very good horse tonight, defeating Always Be Mickey. It was tremendous. It was a fantastic drive by Montreal Teague. And, uh, Mike, I know you're going to try to get some uh, winner's circle reaction uh, from Montreal. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Mike. I'm going to let you collect yourself out there. I know it's going to be a second. I'm going to take a quick timeout. We've got uh, a couple of more bills we've got to pay. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have winner's circle reaction from the Dan Patch. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At The Stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. 
they come down to the finish. Wiggle it, jiggle it. One forty-seven and three track record shattered. George Teague in the winner's circle, Montreal Teague watching it via feed. Mike Carter is live in the winner's circle, going to have reaction here in just a moment. It was a dead heat for third, by the way. Dead heat between four, all bets off at seven, Shambhala. So, one nine four, one nine seven. Check your tickets carefully. Always be Mickey Fitter's second. But, uh, to break it, presentation. Listen to that crowd out there. Mike, are you in that sea of humanity out there? I am. I'm watching Wiggler Jiggler jump in the air. Wiggler Jiggler is not the... Uh... Not the greatest behaved horse in the winter circle at all, but as he passes by us, he looks absolutely phenomenal. Montreal team is going to talk to us here momentarily. We have Allison Conti do our winter circle reaction with Montreal Peak here in just a moment. Okay, listen, Mike, don't stand behind Wiggle and Jiggle it, all right? We, we, we want to see him make it out of there. You've got to cover the Carl Milstein uh, Memorial tomorrow, so. <laughs> Don't don't stand anywhere around Wiggle It, Jiggle It. Be careful. Listen, there. I'll try not to get kicked in the face, okay? Okay. <laughs> but uh, once again, a dead heat for third, four, seven. Uh, I'll tell you what, a good effort from all bets off. And, you know, Mike, a couple of more steps, and we could have had a major upset. Yeah, I completely agree with you. All bets off was strong closing to the third, along with the seven, Shambhala. But, Mike, they were spread out across the racetrack, three quarters and 122 and four. No slouch here. 149 and 1 was the final time for Wiggle and Jiggle. We're going to have winter circle reaction here momentarily. Peter Lurie is going to sit down with Montreal Peak first, and then Allison Conti will provide our winter circle reaction with driver Montreal Peak. Yeah, and that's coming up here momentarily. There you see some of the prices 540 for Wiggle and Jiggle it, uh, 360 to place for Always Be Mickey. The Dime Super pays $22.42. Uh, one nine one nine Superfecta, uh, paying twenty two dollars at a dime. But then now we're sitting here watching uh, once again, and I'm on delay uh, from the feed here from the studios. But uh, of course, we're looking at always be Mickey uh, kicking it. Uh, excuse me, wiggle it, jiggle it, kicking and slashing. There certainly doesn't really care for the fanfare all that much. Uh, just kind of a horse that wants to get out there on the racetrack and get it done and and kind of go home. But uh, let's give you some prices once again, Mike. Feel free to interrupt me when you're ready, buddy. Just go ahead and interrupt. Um, Sounds good. As soon as I get it, I'll let you know. Okay. The uh, 50 cent tri paid $8.30. The dime super $22.42. Montreal Tegan Wiggle It Jiggle It paid $5.40 to win. Uh, Let's see what other uh, kind of prices uh, we have up here. That was the start of a pick three. And, uh, well, my good friend Tom Daly, he uh, stepped out on a limb and singled uh, Wiggle It Jiggle It, but uh, he didn't put the Hall of Famer in the leg two or else he would have been alive in this uh, uh, pick five. But, uh, certainly a, just a great effort from Wiggle It Jiggle It. And I'll tell you what, Freaky Feet Pete, I think unlucky again. Had no choice but to come first over. Had to do battle and uh, just wavered there on the final steps. Uh, Mel Mara had every opportunity. It looked like turning for home that he was uh, going to be able perhaps to sweep on by. And uh, he hung late. It was a great charge. Shambhala never really had all that good a position. All bets off really closed very, very well as, as well. And I'll tell you, a couple of more steps. And uh, we could have been talking about a, a uh, all bets off Shambhala exacta, Mike. Yeah, I completely agree. All bets off was closing strongly late, and Shambhala was right there too. 
I'll bet Huff could have provided a monumental upset in this race uh, had we uh, had just another couple of steps. Yeah, Mike, uh, while we got a few minutes, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, your perspective from the crowd reaction as they uh, fanned out across the track at the top of the stretch from your vantage point? Listen, when they fanned out across the track, turning for home, the crowd went absolutely wild. When Freaky C2 uh, took the lead there for just a second, everybody, including myself, was screaming for Freaky CPD as the hometown horse. As you know, when they crossed the line and when Wiggly and Jiggly came back in front of the crowd, just the roar, the clapping, just absolutely a just they're honoring this horse. They know what good horse racing is here in the state of Indiana, and they've seen it tonight. Yeah, certainly. It was a fantastic race. Uh, and we still have a couple more races to go. And don't forget, we don't want you to go anywhere because we still have a running aces segment. Uh, track announcer uh, Darren Gani had a chance to sit down and uh, talk to Jessica Johnson from the Minnesota Harness Horsemen's Association. That was a very good interview, so you're going to want to stick around for that. Uh, and also, we're going to talk a little bit about the Carl Milstein. And we still have two more races left uh, in this pick five, so uh, you certainly want to uh, hold on uh, to that for well uh, as well, Mike. You still around? Yeah, we're still here. Uh, they're talking with Peter Lurie right now. Montreal Cruz and George Keith will be joining us here momentarily as soon as they're through with Peter Lurie. Okay, that's uh, yeah. I'd certainly got to let uh, Pete do that. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike. Here's what we're going to do. Let's take uh, a real quick timeout, and when we come back, uh, we'll uh, have Winter Circle reaction. You've got post time with Mike and Mike, presented by our good friends at Bet America. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations racehorse adoption program hello this is kayla Strah, and i'm here to tell you all about betamerica.com it is the fastest growing legal safe and secure website to place all your bets on horse racing bet america covers over 200 racetracks from north america the uk and my home country australia new players to bet america receive a hundred percent bonus on your first deposit up to three hundred dollars that's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. All right, we're back on post time with Mike and Mike. Mike, you got uh, Montreal? Yeah, we're here. Allison Conti's got Winter Circle Reaction with Montreal T. Well, you guys been knocked down, drag out battles left here. Uh, you came out on top. You still a little redemption? Yeah, always. Uh, you know, he's going to lose some now. He keeps going against older horses. We can't. We kind of were the main one in the three-year-old division, but now we got to grant four, five, six, seven, and um, we're beating them too. So the ones that said that we couldn't go with the older horses, we're proving them wrong. It's always so good. This horse is always like this surface. Uh, he looks pretty good warming up tonight. Did you have a good feeling with the rail? Yeah, yeah. Right away, Dad called me after. He was like, man, that's the best, uh, best I've seen him in a long time. And I've been saying that for the last five and six weeks right in a row. So he's not getting worse. He's getting, definitely getting better. Uh, you were super patient tonight. You just kind of were waiting for that pass. When that opened up, you know you were going by? No, I mean, Mickey, he, he's a great horse. <laughs> I mean, usually he, he doesn't have that bottomless tank. He's just a uh, freak. But um, last time I kind of I, I, uh, hurt him a little bit going through the quarter, and that took a little bit out of him. I think that uh, 
did his thing tonight. I mean, he did a bull rush. I kept him out there as long as I could without keeping my horse up, though. We got the end result. Too, but. How would you say, you know, these three horses are absolutely the best one of the big three? What do you think um, is different? I mean, David Miller has told me things that what makes all these things different is that he can carry speed for a really long way. Uh, what is it about your horse? Oh, man, intelligence, speed, lung, capacity. I think he's just a complete package. I mean, all the other horses are too, but I think he's just one notch above them. Not to be saying, I mean, I am saying it, but I'm not saying that I think my horse is better. And what does it mean for you and Dad, uh, this class of horses, considered one of the best season classes I mean, ever, at least since 2008, 2009. You know, I just uh, grew up watching all the great horses on the beach and the ones that come after him, Sweet Lou and everything. And uh, I finally got my own, and it uh, makes it even better to share with them. Uh, where do we get to see Wiggle at Wiggle at night? I think in about nine or ten days he'll be at uh, Three Rivers, Free to Prince, and uh, you'll see it there. All right, congratulations. Thank you. All right, that was Montreal Tig. We're gonna we're actually gonna get uh winner circle reaction from George as well here in just a second to get a quick picture. And uh we're gonna talk to George here uh just momentarily. Okay. Now Mike, did I hear uh Mike, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yes. Did I hear Montreal right? He said that Wiggle and Jiggle in nine or ten days will be heading to three rivers. Yes, he's headed to Three Rivers in the next couple of days. That's what he said. Wow, that's unbelievable. So nine to ten days, that's where Wiggle the Jiggle's next start is. And uh... you're okay. Yeah, well, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get George Teague uh, on next here on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Met America. It was a fantastic race. Once again, racing fans. Hey, Mike, could you hear? Could you hear okay? I know we're kind of discussed this. Could you guys hear Alex okay? That was fantastic. Yeah, we we heard it. We certainly heard it good, Mike. Awesome. So we're gonna have Allison Conti. We're gonna let Allison Conti get winner circle reaction with trainer with owner George Teague. All right, George, uh, you guys have been battling it out with these horses in the basic class the last couple of weeks. Uh, How's it feel? You guys come back out on the Yeah, finally, finally get a win with this group. I mean, good horses, man. You, you got them all. They cannot get beat. Nikki and Sampala and Melmara, you've got a bunch of good horses. So, trips, Wendy's got a race. We just landed in Brady's spot. You've been around and training Grand Circuit horses for a long time. Um, this FFA pacing class, you, I mean, I think it's the best. Best I've seen for this era. I'm sure they were back in the 70s, back in the 80s. I'm sure every group had their group. But for this generation of people, getting a chance to see these guys race, I think this is the stars of, 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 of today's race. And for you, you know, I know Montreal gets the haters, the critics. He takes everything in stride. I know you get defensive of your son. How does it feel to see them come out tonight? You know what? He, he he keeps me calm. He's man. All I do is somebody says something negative to me, I just pluck on life. You know, Facebook. I'm ready to go see somebody at their house. That's different from him and I. So you know, I stay cool. <laughs> I stay cool. One thing about it, man. He look. They can blame anything good on on the loss. They gonna blame Bill, Dave Miller for that loss tonight. That's great. You know, but hey, look, as he gets older, maybe he won't get the critic criticized. I don't think he really cares. But he's smarter than I am. He, uh, that was a great drive tonight. I mean, he, 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 he does a end. great job, man. He carries the horse. He, he backed him up in the first car. He got a slow fraction in the first quarter, middle half. He, he carried Mickey when he stung him a little bit, took a little bit out of it. But, but hey, look, these horses on equal terms. Mickey's a great horse. He's no great. So. 
I think, we, I think we can stay pretty even. If we come down the trip, I think we're as good as Mickey. Or better. So tonight we was better. <laughs> and I, just one more question. Mike and I were down. Uh, we saw Will at Diglett earlier in the paddock. And I just can't believe, I mean, how many starts this course has. He was fantastic. He's better today than he was January, February, March, April, May, June, and July. So I might race until January next year where he's going. No, he'll get a little bit of break, but he loves the race. He raced six days ago. You never know it. So he's showing up and does what he likes to do. Sounder, pressure. So you'll see him in the box. And that was one thing, too. I felt that he was uh, way better warming up tonight. You know, his time's been on, man. He, he, his three-year-old year, he was sore in some bad spots. He really wasn't sure his time. He was sore. He was sore out of school. So, you know, knocking on seven hours, he's really taking it to, to where he is today, and soundness is the biggest part of it. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, George. Let's go, George. All right, Mike. That was Allison Conti with the winning connection of Montreal Teague and George Teague. Wiggler Jiggler wins the Dan Patch. <laughs> now, George Teague was commenting on his son, Montreal Teague. And, and listen, Montreal is taken uh, unjustly, by the way, is taking some criticism. Uh, but, you know, I'll tell you what, George mentioned mentioned it well he said you know he said <laughs> he said he takes it better than i do because you know once once i get criticism i want to get on facebook and i want to you know and thank goodness he kind of muffled out a little bit there but but montrell cool calm and collect and uh you've seen that through his drives of uh, not only wiggle it jiggle it mike but from other horses uh, and not only for uh, the Teagues and his dad, but some other horses as well for some other trainers. I mean, you just see this kid out there maturing on the racetrack and uh, how he's handle, handled Wiggle It, Jiggle It in uh, knocking time in and time out against the greatest paces in the game today, week in and week out, in my opinion, uh, has been nothing uh, short of phenomenal. And it was a phenomenal, patient drive today. Drafting on uh, Always Be Mickey's Coattails after releasing past the quarter and uh, was able to get the job done coming up the inside. I thought it was a tremendous, tremendous drive by Montreal, Mike. No, definitely. Montreal put in a strong, strong effort. Well, Mike, we've got running aces to get to. We're going to talk to our guys at Running Aces. Uh, great guys out there have a great program coming up. We're going to take it live now to Running Aces. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is one of the premier harness racing facilities and card clubs in the Midwest. Located in beautiful Minnesota, just north of the Twin Cities, off I-35, and also available at simulcast outlets and ADWs across North America, with live harness racing action May through September. For the full schedule, and for more information, visit our website, runaces.com. Here are the highlights for the past week of racing action at Running Aces. On Saturday, August 6th, two divisions of the Minnesota Sired three-year-old Pacers went postward for a $17,000 total purse. The A division went to Swagasaurus Rex for the second week in a row, this time in 154-3 with Rick McGee driving. The B division would see a career effort by Mint to Cruz, who paced to a dominating win in 155-1, a new lifetime arc and second win in a row with trainer-driver Nick Rowland in the sulky. Also on Saturday, the seven-year-old pacing mare Hot Moans posted a career effort as well by capturing her 29th career win in a dazzling gate-to-wire performance in 153-4, a new lifetime best 
also with trainer driver Nick Rowland, who had a grand slam on the Saturday program with four wins on the card. On Sunday, August 7th, the Minnesota Sired three-year-old trotters took center stage with eight sophomores going to battle for the $16,500 purse and the razor-sharp Philly bombshell Betty, once again strutting her stuff, scoring her sixth win in 10 starts this year for trainer Justin Anfinson and winning driver Jim Marino. Also on Sunday, the $13,000 open pace for horses and geldings sent a very talented field of nine into battle and holding all the cards with Dean McGee and the Sulky came up all aces this week with a sparkling gate-to-wire effort in 152-4 over dry ice and prodigal. On Tuesday night at Running Aces, we hosted our 2016 edition of Racing for a Better Community. And the fantastic Running Aces horsemen showed tremendous support for five great local charities that are vital to the community. On the racetrack on Tuesday night, what it do baby boo with Steve Wiseman in the bike was ultra sharp yet again this week in a $6,000 two-year-old open pacing event, posting her third straight win and a new lifetime mark of 158-1 with her final half in an amazing 55-2. Also on Tuesday, the sharp pacing mare MJ's last dance with trainer driver Luke Plano posted her second dominating performance in a row with a length and three-quarters score in 154-2 over a nice field of $6,000 condition pacers. And Dakota Jack was very sharp again on Tuesday night, picking up his third win in four local starts with trainer driver Steve Wiseman with a 154-4 score in a $5,500 condition pacing event. Darren Gagne here at Running Aces, and joining me tonight on the program is Jessica Johnson, prominent horse owner at Running Aces. She's also the vice president of Minnesota Harness Racing Incorporated, and Jessica has also been very instrumental in promoting harness racing locally in Minnesota over the past couple of years. She's appeared on several TV programs in the local market, explaining harness racing to the local fans up here in Minnesota. Jessica, welcome to the program. Thank you, Darren. Listen, Jessica, you have been a fixture here at Running Aces for many years. I want to first uh, have you tell us a little bit about your background in harness racing and your journey over the years to come to be one of our top owners here as of now. Sure. Well, you know, um, I've owned horses ever since ever since I can remember. I think even when my mom was pregnant, she was riding with me in her belly. So um, horses have been in my blood my whole life, and when Running Aces opened in 2008, it was about a year in 2009 that I just ended up getting a job cleaning stalls and being on the backside, eventually learning how to race and jog the horses. And it was something that felt like I should have been a part of my whole life. And so I decided to get in the owner business. Okay, very good. And that brings up a very good point and kind of the whole gist of what I wanted to accomplish with today's interview is just making people aware of the opportunity to become a horse owner and to participate here in racing in Minnesota. Uh, it's a little bit different from any other type of horse racing or any other type of sport because as a harness horse owner, you can be as involved in your horse as you would like to be. You can come to the track every morning and help muck out the stalls and feed the horses and jog the horses on the track. So it, it really is very different from any other sport that you can be as involved as you want to be and you can be hands-on and it can be very rewarding and certainly lots of fun. 
So, listen, I'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit more about Minnesota Harness Racing Incorporated and what role exactly that it plays. Sure. Uh, Minnesota Harness Racing Inc. is really a horseman's group for the people who race in Minnesota. So Minnesota doesn't need to be their year-round home, but when they come here to race at running aces and at the fairs here, they feel supported and that they have a voice and a, a uh, group backing them up for anything that they might need as well as a program who has a Minnesota sired program and a little bit bigger purses that they can jump into if they would like. Okay, very good. Now, the Running Aces product has continued to improve year after year. In 2016, we've made significant strides in gaining far more national exposure than ever before, including more simulcasting export locations, national TV racing coverage on TVG and TVG2 as well, and a weekly presence on the Post Time with Mike and Mike radio program. Tell us about your perspective on the horseman's side about how our racing product continues to grow and evolve year after year. Well, it's been it's been great to watch. You know, only being open since 2008, Running Aces is a very new track, and every single year we have a better better quality races with more competitive fields and better quality horses that are showing up. They're going faster, and they're just more a more impressive breed. Overall. Our horse uh, population and our quality of horse product on the racetrack continues to get better and better year after year, so we're putting a better product out there for our customers. Now, in 2016, Running Aces has also offered its highest purse structures to date, both overnight races and in the Minnesota Sired Program. In addition to that, things look even better for next year with potential added revenues coming in from the recent ADW wagering uh, licensing that was just passed in the state of Minnesota plus a continued strong performance of our card casino. We also have a hotel in the plans here for the property in the future. So one of the things that we have discovered on the business side is that when customers in the simulcast market see our races with full fields and competitive races, they respond and the wagering handle is strong. So that being said, we are trying to remain committed to providing those customers with competitive full fields uh, to wager on and a continued uh, improved racing product year after year. So we encourage more trainers and stables to consider coming up here to race in Minnesota. Our facilities have been praised by everybody that shows up from far and wide. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. The facility here itself is the most beautiful that I've seen. The crowd is the biggest and most cheering that I've ever seen. And the whole the whole horseman backside is just very welcoming, and everybody really gets along, and they have a lot of fun. And many people have said that the community amongst the horsemen is unlike they have seen anywhere else. Um, we, they have, everyone has been welcomed here if they've come here for the first time to race, and the camaraderie seems to be very well, and everybody praises that community back there on the backside as well. All right, so what can we tell people that might be interested in racing up here with us in Minnesota next season? How can they find out more information about the Minnesota program, particularly about maybe buying into Minnesota bred horses or breeding Minnesota bred horses uh, to their mares? How can they find out more information about that? Well, Darren, we're actually having a sale here in a local sale arena in Cannon Falls on September 1st, which is a Thursday. And not only will we have yearlings and weanlings for sale there, but also um, there's generally brood mares who are in full first sale there, and that's a great way to really get immersed in in our program, which we have incredible purses, and one thing that is nice about being a relatively new program with uh, newfound money 
since running aces has opened is that right now our field sizes are relatively small and so for a for a kind of small investment you know you can go for pretty big money definitely and the the program continues to grow year after year and the purses continue to go year after year so not only do we invite new people to come up here and become a part of the racing program here in Minnesota those that are involved should definitely consider to invest further into the product and bring more horses here to race, breed more horses in Minnesota, that type of thing as well. Um, Jessica, I want to thank you very, very much for taking the time to join me this evening. We look forward to working with you very closely to continue to make uh, harness racing here at Running Aces and in the state of Minnesota better and better year after year as we continue to build and grow our racing product at Running Aces in the future. Any last uh, thing that you'd like to add? Um, I just want to add that I hadn't said yet, uh, go ahead and go to our website, www.mnharness.com, or follow us on Facebook at Minnesota Harness Racing, Inc. to get updates on all the sales and which studs are standing in Minnesota. The uh, Minnesota Sired uh, program lists the, the stud horses that are standing right now in the state on the website. That is correct. Okay, very good, Jessica. Once again, thank you very much. It's a pleasure having you on here. And keep up the good work. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you. Coming up this weekend at Running Aces on Saturday, the Open Trotters will take center stage, going for $11,000 with track record holder Banker Volo back in action this week, fresh off his recent stint last week as ambassador to lucky and adoring fans as he provided the jog cart rides on Family Day last Sunday. Challenging Banker Volo on the track will be flame on, big expense, explosive muscles and where's the clicker, and also low rail crossing. On Sunday, the $12,000 open handicap pace for horses and geldings will go postward, and holding all the cards in Dean McGee will be trying to defend their perch atop the pacers and pick up their second win in a row at the top level, but they'll have to answer to dry ice, I'm an athlete, better in the bank, and many more in the contest. Running Aces now racing live four nights a week with live racing action on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Central first post time, and Saturdays and Sundays first race post time is 6 p.m. Central. Don't forget, Running Ace is offering a $5,000 guarantee in the 50-cent late pick four on Tuesday night. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is one of the premier harness racing facilities and card clubs in the Midwest. Located in beautiful Minnesota, just north of the Twin Cities off I-35 and also available at simulcast outlets and ADWs across North America with live harness racing action May through September. For the full schedule and for more information, visit our website, runaces.com. Thank you, Darren Gagne, Mike Bozich, uh, back along with Mike Carter, who's still over there at Hoosier Park. The aftermath of the 2016 Dan Patch, which was taken by Wiggly Jigglet, uh, out nodding, uh, always be Mickey in the final steps. And uh, by the way, for those of you still following along in the pick five, uh, my good buddy Daryl Wright won the uh, 13th race. Old Michigan friend of mine with Caribbean Shooter at 12 to 1. I had that horse in my pick five, Mike. Unfortunately, I didn't have much else in the pick five, but I can uh, <laughs> take a little bit of credit for that. Uh, and uh, owned by Mariah Wright, who is Daryl's daughter and uh, good friends with uh, Jessica Otten. Did you see Jessica from Michigan out there today, Mike? Anywhere? Actually, Jessica. Jessica is walking away as we're talking right is. now. 
<laughs> she's right over here next to the table. And you want to know what's even better? She's got our what's post that? time with Mike and Mike hat in her uh, in her hand. So beautiful. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> Maybe you should sign it for. Her. Maybe I should sign it for her. Who knows? Yeah, right. <laughs> See, can you hear her in the background? She's asking me to sign it. Yeah, she's humoring you is what she's doing, Mike. She probably really don't want you to sign it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh, you're it a kidder, was, uh, Mike Bozich. Mike, Mike, before we, before, we get, uh, before we move on, I do, for those of you that are just listening to this broadcast, I do want to give you the real quick, the order of finish for the Dan Patch. Then we'll, uh, then we'll uh, wrap this thing up. We've got about uh, 10 minutes to go. Uh, wiggle it, jiggle it, want it. Always be Mickey was second. He was a dead heat for third. All bets off in Shambhala. Mel Mara finished fifth. Mickey Feet Pete was sixth. Wakazashi Hanover was seventh. And Delta winner finished eighth. And uh, luck be with you was scratched out of that race. So once again, congratulations to uh, Wiggle It Jiggle It, who uh, in nine or ten short days, Mike will be making the trip up north of the border to Three Rivers. Very interesting there. Stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll follow that along on uh, the next edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Mike. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. And uh, you know, listen, Mike, I've got people. I got somebody. I just gave the hat off my head to somebody. So we're gonna have to make sure we bring more hats with us uh, next time well mike uh, let's dive into the mill scene really really quick and then uh we're going to wrap up um the program here uh pure country comes in against betting line and mike betting line looks looks absolute or looked absolutely phenomenal uh last time out yeah, betting line's the real deal. I mean, draws inside, uh, you know, over the half mile at Northfield Park. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of show he can put on. Give Jimmy Tactor credit, boy. Pure country, the girls going up against the guys, and pure country is not afraid. And <laughs> so we'll see what pure country is. Obviously, the party goes on at Hoosier Park, by the way. The party's not over. Uh, it's no. uh, in Anderson, Indiana. <laughs> but uh, your country starts from post six. Betting line starts from post two. It looks like those could be the two horses to watch out for. You've got Sintra for trainer Dave uh, Menery and Jody Jameson coming in to drive from post four. Uh, don't call me Francis with the uh, team of Jingron Burke. Obviously, can never throw a Burke horse out. And I think, Mike, that we almost learned our lesson because all bets off was just a couple steps away from pulling off a major upset in the Dan Patch, Mike. Yeah, and he could pull off a little bit of an upset tomorrow. Who knows? You can't count out Yannick Gingra and Ron Burke as a duo. That's right. That's race 11 on the Northfield program tomorrow night. And Mike, I know you'll be working. Will you have an opportunity to be on the tweet deck and uh, keep our good fans informed of what's going on tomorrow, or should, uh, is that task going to fall on me? You know, I think the uh, Twitter task is going to fall on you, buddy. The, yeah, uh, you're going to be Twitter busy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be shoot. Super slam jam busy. Well, Mike, let's let's wrap this thing up real quick. We got Allison Tonky who's going to join us to uh, talk a little bit about uh, tonight and how things went. And Allison, Allison let's uh, let, let's let's wrap this thing up and talk to us a little bit about how you felt, what the energy was like, and uh, you know, we appreciate you guys uh, stepping up and helping us out. Oh, it was absolutely. It was absolutely a fantastic night. Um, Hoosier Park is a great place to come. They get a lot of fans on track. Their media staff is awesome. The access is awesome. Um, it was just, a, there was a ton of energy. A ton of people were absolutely screaming at the wire. Uh, I heard people screaming for Mickey and screaming for Pete and screaming for Wiggle. Uh, it, it was really, it was an ideal night. I 
can't wait to come back here for the Breeders' Crown in 2017. Allison, it's Mike Bozich back in the post time with Mike and Mike Studios. Uh, you can hear me, right? I can hear you. All right, fantastic. Uh, I've asked Mike Carter about it, and of course, uh, you know, different I see different things. Uh, you were right there in the in the in the mix of this whole thing with the crowd, and when they fanned out turning for home, I mean, because it was like five six wide turning for home, it seemed like almost everybody had a chance. Uh, what was the crowd like in your opinion? Oh, they were going absolutely nuts. Um, it looked like anybody's horse race at that point too. So I, I heard people, I mean, literally screaming for Mickey and then screaming for Pete, screaming for Wiglet. It was just, it was such a great horse race. And, and, you know, I, it was funny because I heard the same people screaming three different horses names uh, so many times. Everybody, they didn't know who to root for. <laughs> now, Allison, the crowd noise here was just unreal and Mike Bozich, I, I know you were able to hear it inside uh, where you're at. Talk to us a little bit about what it was like for me to your end, because I know we could see it all, but the sights and the sounds uh, are a little bit different in this type of situation. Well, let me let me interject here. Uh, Robert Cooper, by the way, and I know, and once again, we've got to talk about it uh, next Thursday. When we get back to our regularly scheduled show, we're going to sit down for about five minutes, and we're going to explain to everybody how we did this. This was our first remote, and uh, listen, we, we, we were on the grind, man. It was, a, it was a long, uncovered grind. Believe me, we had some things that we had to overcome, and, and uh, we will certainly be better next time. However, I do have to say, Mike, that when you left the, when you left the home base, your home base, which was a table, to go to the winner's circle – uh, I think Robert Cooper uh, was right next to the mic because uh, we got a inside uh, sounding board sneak peek. Robert Cooper, of course, the owner of Melmera. We got uh, a sounding board uh, is to his direct reaction of the race and every step. So I thought that was kind of cool. That was, uh, but but you know what? Listen, raw emotion is what this is all about. That's what this game is all about. When you get all these great horses and they, you know what they arrive. Many of these horses, Indiana sired. When they get back to the battleground state where they grew up and you get all these collection of great horses there, that's what it's all about, emotion. So, hey, I have – but that was my uh, that was my thing. Robert Cooper uh, was right by the mic, Mike, when you left. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Mike Bozich, this has been absolutely just amazing. Uh, we've been able to get some great pictures. Allison did a fantastic job helping us out. And uh, – you know, we're, we, we've learned some things. We're going to take some of this stuff to Yonkers with us uh, in just a few short weeks. And, uh, you know, we, we've really learned a lot of stuff. But, uh, Allison, real quick, I, I just we want to thank you so much for doing our interviews in the Winter Circle. Uh, you got you helped us get a few people over to the table. I think uh, I think I sent you around like uh, you were my personal assistant there for a little bit. So we really appreciate you. Oh, thank you guys for having me. And uh, I definitely don't mind. I Every time we go to cover a race as a USTA, I'm a little bit of everywhere too. So it's kind of good if I can multitask and, and uh, bring people back to you and help you guys out. And that was one of the things that was great about tonight was, um, you know, we were working together and working with Hoosier Park and that's what it's all about. And I think everything went well, although I don't know what Robert Cooper said. So... <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to listen to the archive. Everybody, listen to the archive. That's all I'm going to tell you. Listen to the archive and, uh, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, no young children are around. <laughs> oh, man. 
Well, listen, it has been an absolutely wonderful. I mean, Mike. Mike, evening. by the way, I'm just kidding. I'm just Robert loves the show, and, I, and I'm just I'm just messing with him. It was it was very PG. It was it was very cool. Like I said, anytime you can get raw emotion, I'm all for it. Well, it has been an absolutely amazing show. Mike Bozich did a fantastic job with all the radio stuff. Again, Allison did a great job with all the Winter Circle stuff. Guys, it has been an absolute blast. But, Mike, good, every good thing must come to an end. Yeah, certainly. And uh, once again, congrats to Wiggle It, Jiggle It and the uh, T conglomerate. They just did an outstanding job. It was a heck of a drive by a Montreal team. Mike, any more from uh, Hoosier Park? No, I think that's it. Uh, we're getting ready to go into the last race here. I'm going to sit back and uh, enjoy this race. It's been a long night, but we have had a blast. We will have our next live remote at the Yonkers International Trot, the second week in October, and uh, we go back to our regular post time of 7 o'clock next week. For Mike Bozich, I'm Mike Carter. Thanks so much for joining us. We've been live from Hoosier Park in Anderson, Indiana, where Wiggle It, Jiggle It has taken the 2016 Dan Tatch Stakes. Thanks so much for listening to Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Coverage of the 2016 Dan Patch from Hoosier Park is brought to you by Bet America. It's time to play the Bet America way. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads, promoting harness racing in Maryland and beyond. The Stable.ca, a better way to buy and sell yearlings. Visit them at thestable.ca. Embroidery Unlimited, your one-stop shop for all of your embroidery, screen printing, and promotional product needs. New vocations, make your next horse an ex-racehorse. And Running Aces Casino and Racetrack, the premier harness racing facility and card club in the Midwest. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.